0: episode 102 the sandlot join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between the games we play with brian and chris
1: And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your co-founder and host of The Games We Play, Brian. And with me this week is my lovely wife, Emily. I'm Emily. Hey, Emily. Welcome back. And hey, happy birthday. While we were gone, Emily had a birthday. Now she's pretty much 40.
0: Thank you. I am not pretty much 40, but...
1: Rounding up. Hey, we're using rounding up rules. She's 40. Anyway, so we'll get that out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome back, Emily. Thanks for that
0: entrance. You're
1: welcome. I I had to throw it out there, you know? And welcome back to you coming back to the podcast. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time uh, right now, we are doing things a little differently during the pandemic. Typically, we have short segments kind of off-the-wall topics here and there. And then we talk about games as well. Well, right now, we're just talking about the games we played so emily now that we got that out of the way uh it's been a couple weeks since you've been on chris and it's i did our top prime in- 11 list by the way if you're listening to this and you did not listen to the prime 11 go back and listen to episode one hundred and one hundred and one. 101 we talked about a lot of good games uh, it was a lot of fun recording that and talking through that so go back and listen if you missed that um but how are things been emily
0: it's been great it was really nice we Kind of had a gaming retreat, if you will, for my birthday.
1: Yes, we did. That's why we to bring was up your birthday. A
0: great way to celebrate. It was one of the most relaxing birthdays I've ever had. So, I, what
1: did we do? Nay,
0: maybe the best birthday nay, I've ever had. Nay, the best. Nay, the best. Nice. Yes, it was amazing. So, what did we do? We actually just met our friends from Michigan in an airbnb halfway and brought a car full of games and no kids and no kids no
1: kids for either and then
0: of we scoped out amazing restaurants we ate the place.
1: a lot of we ate like kings yeah we ate a lot of different foods it was interesting yeah. uh, but we played a lot of games how many games did we end up playing
0: i played 15 i don't know how many you played
1: are you sure about that i feel like you played more than that let me count because i played 16 games as we dubbed it the sandlot how many games did you play him
0: 19 games
1: yeah you got a few more in i think i had a headache and like wasn't feeling well one day because of allergies oh my gosh allergies but that's awesome we got a lot of games That's a lot of
0: games in one weekend
1: it was it was awesome it was pretty much that first evening we had gotten in we're just like all right let's play a game and then i i think we woke up the next morning and andrew the um of uh, our friends, uh, he already he was like setting up another game <laughs> that morning, and uh, it, it it got it got silly.
0: We literally played games morning, noon, and night.
1: It's true, we played tons of games, and we played a lot of multi-hour big games, which was it was a lot of fun to get some of those to the yeah. table. We also got a little competitive. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we... had <laughs> so we had a running. It was kind of like a running bet all weekend, and so. If you won, you got four points, second place got three points, and so on and so forth. And so, every single game, we uh, tallied up the points on a chart, and whoever won gets to pick the vacation that we are going on next.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how we played it. And then there was all these windows, and so we used some dry erase and had like basically a whiteboard, but we didn't have a whiteboard, windows just keeping track and tally, and um, no, but it was in good spirits. It was it was competitive, yes. but we had fun with it and it right. was good.
0: And we yeah. also pass around this Miss Mr. Whiskers from the Clank game.
1: The golden silk. It comes with just a random Mr. Whiskers 3D stand for no reason. Uh just for aesthetics. And so we passed that around and whoever won got to pick out games. It was it was pretty cool. It was cool. It was it was a nice little thing. So it, it was like a gaming retreat weekend. It was Thursday through Sunday. It was pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, it was really nice. It was a lot of fun we will definitely be doing it again.
1: Not to mention it was a really nice area. We got to go. This was my first time going to uh, seeing Lake Michigan. So if you have never seen Lake Michigan, it's huge. Mm-hmm. You, um you're standing there on the beach and you don't even see the other side of this lake. It feels like the ocean. I it know does. it's not the ocean, but it definitely feels like it. Um so it was kind of nice just to walk up and down the the ocean and the sand was super soft and um it was it was kind of a neat area. Um pretty cool. Yeah, definitely, it wasn't exactly
0: um, warm, but no, that's okay.
1: We, yeah, but it wasn't super cold either. It was right. nice, like, breezy, so it was just, like, sweatshirt weather, uh, mm-hmm. not too cold, and just walking. It was pretty cool. And um, we had a couple dinners where it was on the beach, so you could see the sunset across the water, so that was pretty cool. Um, we ate a lot of seafood, too. It was really it was really good. Yeah. Uh, that's a side note. It was delicious. It there. Um, delicious so, yeah, dish. It was a nice little weekend. So we played plenty of games, so let's talk about a few of them, I guess. Emily, did you All want right. to go ahead and first and pull one out that you want to talk about?
0: Sure. So we got to try out a four-player version of Sonora, which is a Flick and Write, which we talked about a few weeks ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, we sure did.
0: And we wanted to try it four players, so we got it out, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's I liked it more with four players. I did, too. There's, I, yeah. So it's a Flick and Write, so that you have... There's a middle board area where we have these discs that we all flick into, and then there's four sections on the board. If your your disc lands in a specific section, that goes with a section on this dry erase sheet that you have, and there's different points and combos you can make. Each mm-hmm, section mm-hmm. does a little bit different type of scoring. Uh,
1: a little bit? Completely different. Completely each, different type Very unique of, in each section. Yeah. Yes.
0: So... With four players when you're flicking your discs, it, there's a lot more action to flick your disc off. Oh, sure, there's 20 discs. Get, I mean. Like if you're trying to make it in a specific bonus area, you get knocked out all the time.
1: Yeah, you just you 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 flick your disc right in there and you get it in right spot and then somebody comes along and like uh Emily or Sarah and just hits it as hard as they can <laughs> and your disc goes flying and you or 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 you 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 set up a nice little combo for like doubles because there's doubles on the board, which is really what you want. And so you might have your five disc on the double and then Emily flicks your five into the hole, your five disc <laughs> into the hole, which, you know, putting in the hole is nice because you can select any area. However, you wanted that times two for that disc. Uh, so, you know, you always want to get multipliers or you, you obviously you want two, than one. So uh, anyway, there's a lot of more strategy I think, with four players. And I think that's what we talked about last time when we talked about this. We wondered what it would be like playing with four players, and it was really enjoyable. It was really enjoyable. It made the flicking portion of the game a little more significant and a yes. lot more fun. Yeah. With two players, it was like, whatever. You you can kind of do your own thing, mm-hmm. not really interact or knock each other around. But when it came to four players, you really did have to start with some of your low ones on purpose and be strategic where you were.
0: Yeah, if you go first, like if your first player for the round... It's a crapshoot where your discs are going to be when you're done.
1: <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of, It was really good. Um, really fun. I think the more we played it, I think the higher I scored. So I think yeah. I started coming up finally with the strategy and how to uh, score high. I think uh, I got up over 200 um, both games. Actually, actually I actually think we played this like three or four times.
0: I think we did. So I definitely, yeah, figured out what sections I like the most and the different combos you can make.
1: Yeah, it was great. A lot of fun. Good game. I highly suggest this one. This one's um, definitely the more we play it, the more it moves up. And one I would like to play more with four players. It's too bad it's only four players, but still great table presence. Really cool. It's not really not hard to teach, but it does take a little longer than your average like roll and write.
0: Right. Because there's different mechanics with the flicking and
1: And this different section. Yeah, the different sections.
0: And it's very thematic and beautiful.
1: It very is. The artwork or like is a wonderful.
0: Flick, flick and write or Roll rolling, right, It's a really nice table presence.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's a flicker right. Who cares? But they put the time and energy into it. It looks, it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. But highly suggest this one. This one, um, is fairly cheap. I think you pick it up for like twenty bucks. Surprisingly, for the amount of stuff you get in the box and how big it is, um, twenty bucks is a pretty good value. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, for this one, I would say. Definitely. Although some of our markers didn't work. Out of the box.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. What are you gonna do? They're those cheap little. Yeah. Anyway, we just need to get a like a really nice set of dry erase markers for all these for the games. Yeah. No kidding. Oh boy. (laughs) It's kind of dorky, but okay, we'll do it. (laughs) Who cares? All right.
0: (laughs) Now this is where you draw the line of the dorkiness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When we get a fancy
0: set of dry erase markers. (laughs)
1: not the full wall of games
0: or the laminator you got
1: hey don't knock that laminator it's pretty awesome you've enjoyed it too it's true but yes that's where i draw the line really fancy dry erase okay oh boy um so yeah that was sonora s-o-n-o-r-a um next game i want to talk about is dominion prosperity so we've talked about dominion a couple times i think in the last month or two i'm not sure but this is a game that uh, our friends really like they like dominion but he has a lot of expansions i think he has six or seven expansions with the big box um, including the big box, should I say? And so he wanted to pull out prosperity because like, we hadn't played prosperity. And so the theme around prosperity is is all about getting a lot of victory points and treasure, uh, which was very appealing to me because I enjoy that aspect of the game is when you're you're comboing and doing all these things. So if you haven't played Dominion, it's a it's a deck builder, um, very nice where it's modular, so you can flip out um, and switch out the decks, and they give you more decks than you play with each round. So there's a lot of variety. Not to mention you can there's random randomizer cards so you can randomize up and come up with some really interesting or not so interesting combinations but it requires you to think through and try to be the most strategic and efficient with the cards that do come out so with prosperity i, I really liked this one um probably because of that uh, new card that is basically throne room on drugs
0: <laughs> on steroids
1: Yes, so it was King's Court. So throne room, if you're not familiar with it, allows you to play an action card from your hand twice, which can get silly when you throne room another throne room and then you throne room something else. This is a throne room, but it allows you to do it three times <laughs> and <it> is awesome. <laughs> I love this card. Um, it almost made I just want to buy the game just to get. Uh, I was
0: gonna say, do we have this expansion? No, we
1: don't. But I really do want to pick Prosperity up now because King's Court card in there. I want to play with. So and you can dominate. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew and I never got around to it, but we wanted to set up a silly game where we pull out the most ridiculous cards, like Throne Room, like King's Court, and just have a ridiculous setup. Uh, but we did not, unfortunately. But that was basically sold me on this game when we played it but there's some really cool things in there also it adds in a platinum uh treasure which is a new coin card it's actually worth five coins it adds in another victory point which is worth 10 points it's like called a colony it's worth 11 coin so it basically inflates where you can you can get money everywhere there's these special new treasure cards that you can do that basically have special actions on them but they're not considered action they're treasure cards it's hard to explain there's a lot of like there's a lot of cards that allow you to trash cards so you can get rid of your coppers and your crappy cards uh but give you new cards give you gold uh there's ones that allow you to discard discard your coppers from your hands so you can get more gold and draw up and on top of it if you throw in the king's court on top of it you can get some really silly combinations i mean really really silly uh, i think at some point we were drawing whole hands uh a whole decks of cards and we you have they came with coins and all these tokens and we were just i think we got huge victory point totals i i'm for a four player game it was mm-hmm. it was pretty cool yeah. um so I, I really liked this one actually i just it basically inflates the economy within the game but they they substitute that with you know the new platinum and colony so it adds some definitely new things to it and a lot of different strategy and a lot of it around buying and gold um and the coins and stuff so that was really cool and i i really liked that it was a it was definitely a definitely neat little game that's all i'll say about it i guess uh definitely gonna pick this one up i i really liked it
0: i liked it as well you gotta be honest i don't necessarily remember all the cards for this one i was reading the list but i don't know (laughs) well
1: we only played one game so you didn't get to see all of them but when we were setting up uh, i looked through them and talked with andrew with some of the stuff but uh there's definitely some really cool cards in here uh but highly suggest it check it out this is probably my other than the base game this is probably my favorite expansion so far
0: oh interesting
1: yeah so good one check it out if you like if you like dominion check out I prosperity like seafarers. what's that
0: i like the seafarers one seafarers
1: is good i like this more but that was just yeah. because probably the king's court if that was not in there uh <laughs> i probably would right. i probably would like seafarers <laughs> better but the king's court is awesome
0: <laughs> and now you've been warned not to play this game with brian
1: <laughs> and you can king's court a king's court that does happen <laughs> it gets a little confusing but it works all right emily what's another game you want to talk about
0: yeah, so we uh introduced Andrew to Taverns of Tiefenthal. Tiefenthal?
1: Tiefenthal. Yes. Which yeah. we talked about a couple months ago, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, we played it on your birthday in January. So
1: several months so, ago.
0: Yes, so it's been a while. So this game is a oh, like you you're running your own tavern. Yep. Um creating beer and serving customers and it's kind of like a dice you use dice as your workers? Yeah, it's dice allocation. Dice for, for, Yeah,
1: you use the dice to allocate to actions, right? Because certain actions require certain numbers.
0: And so you have your tavern as a board out in front of you, and there's different sections you can upgrade on there mm-hmm. to get more victory points, and your customers give you victory points, mm-hmm. and different ways you can upgrade things. Um, so I think Andrew really liked it. I really liked playing it again, and we actually, the second time we played... Um, In the box, that comes with...
1: Well, technically, it comes with five modules, but the base game without any of the extras is called Module 1, so there's really four modules. The idea is if you play with all five, then that's really the complete game. It's just that there's a lot of things that go into it, and so it stair-steps you into learning all these modules, if you will, uh, before just throwing it all in there.
0: Yeah, so we were able to try out Module 2 on our second game. Which added schnapps in.
1: Yes, it added schnapps which in. Which was it? And, and entertainers. That you oh, pay, yes. That entertainers. You, the entertainers are paid with schnapps.
0: <laughs> As you do. It
1: works. Don't <laughs> don't think about it too long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I liked having the extra layer in there, the extra module with the schnapps. I thought it added... Some.
1: And it wasn't that much more complicated, really. Right. I mean, those entertainers, what they did was give you options for things you could spend your schnapps on. They gave you free upgrades or might gave you more coins or beer or whatnot. And and so they're just minor little places that you could spend to kind of bump up your production for a turn to do something better. And that was about it, I think.
0: Yeah, so I'd be interested to start learning the other modules. The
1: I, I really do too, because the other modules they'll they'll change out how you start the game with your setup for your deck. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Remember, you're saying you can draft things.
1: Yep. You can draft things. There's like a a, a a guest book that you can spend things towards to progress certain sections that then give you new upgrades and new items. So it's just another way to get more stuff. And I think looking at it, it gives you more basically the two currencies of this game is beer and coins. Uh, the coins allow you to buy and hire new employees while the beer allows you to attract new New guests, which the guests are primarily the way you get victory points in this game. And so, these other tracks and these other things just add more ways to get those uh, without taking anything away. So, in other words, I think if we played with those modules, you'll get to do more things. You'll get to upgrade more. You'll get to yeah. buy more things. Um, I, that's what it looks like. So, that I mean, that's always fun in engine building type games where you can get more stuff. That's Right.
0: Great. Because you play her eight rounds in the first module. And well, I think it's eight rounds
1: for everything, all the modules. Okay, so it's but kind you don't always get
0: to do everything you want to do. No, you can't. It kind of stops too soon.
1: It kind of feels like that, and that's why I think playing with the extra modules where it gives you more, uh, basically increases the economy a little bit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: will feel a little better because you'll be able to do more by the end of the game.
0: Yeah, so we'll have to try that.
1: But great game. I mean, the table presence and the components in this game are are fabulous it's so cool how they did that implemented that with pieces of the tavern and how it all kind of comes together and you flip sides of the parts of your tavern to upgrade it to give you permanent bonuses that's so cool um and it feels really good and i don't know every time you play your round it always feels like there's 20 different things you have to do but you have to focus yourself down and decide i'm gonna work on this and then i'm gonna work on this i can't do it all and um that's a pretty good feeling i i think but I don't know. It was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed it at three players. So I think it worked better than two players. So I'd be interested to play four or five. Or yeah. I think it gets up. Does it get up to five players? Oh, it gets up to four players. Yeah, I would like to play it with actual four players. Yeah. I think it'd be really good. I think it would be good. I would add in more drafting, a little more variety, I think, uh, with those dice. And there is an expansion coming out. or Yeah, there is an expansion coming out here soon. I think it comes out this year. And uh, that's something I definitely keep my eye out for that adds more uh, stuff to it. I think it adds like a wine cellar and stuff like
0: Ooh, that. Ooh, so. adding in viticulture. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, very cool game. Very neat table presence. Um, fun. It's pretty tight, I think, uh, gameplay mechanic wise. Yeah. Um,
0: pretty good. Yes a great game. What right. other game would you like to talk about?
1: <laughs> Let's talk about Plunder a Pirate's Life.
0: Hi, matey.
1: <laughs> so this is a game that our friends brought, and Andrew was very excited about playing this one. And so I think um, his wife and we were not necessarily the most excited to play it, but we played it because he played some but of the games we But once we saw it on played. the
0: table, it was kind of exciting. The yes. components are Amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a big board, uh, very modular. Um, and so the board represents the high seas with a bunch of islands and ports and and whatnot. And uh there's a grid around the outside, uh, for both sides. So you'll we'll see why here in a second. And then everybody gets these ships. Now these are pretty chunky plastic ships. Like how big were they?
0: Uh I don't know. <laughs> like three inches, three or four inches square.
1: That's pretty generous. Um I would say like two inches, but this brings up a whole lot of oh questions.
0: My but... word. Do you so need I... to like look it up? Can you look it up?
1: How many inches are the pirates plunder life ships? <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. I'm not okay. Google searching that. Uh, just know that there's these are really cool ships. <laughs> um <laughs> That are um, bigger than what you would think. Uh, they're almost like that rubber no, plastic. I would say
0: they're three inches. Okay. They're okay. not that big. But yes, they are. You have to put all of the things in there.
1: Let's not argue inches here. Okay. It's irrelevant. <laughs> all know that it's a good size ship. <laughs> and um, they're adequate and in, in right size for this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, They're uh, plastic rubber. They do the job. They get the job done. They do. Um, <laughs> they're kind of a rubber plastic look to them. Um, Nice detail. Like on the back, there's like the skull and crossbones and there's like different tiers on your ship. And then there's little holes on the top, which you can put your, I, they're supposed to be like sailors, but basically it tracks your life. And then there's sails that you can upgrade your ship and you put the sails in, which are really cool looking. And then there's cannons you can add to your ship and upgrade. And those go in the front. And again, they're plastic 3D. I believe
0: they're called mass.
1: Masts, sails, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's really cool. Like when you get those ships upgraded, they look fantastic. And there's, uh, I think, I think there's five factions in this game. Six factions. It can get up to six players. Guys. Yes,
0: I'm pretty sure it's six players.
1: So there's six different colors. So each uh, faction comes with three boats. So you can get up to three boats on this board, which boats, is pretty boats, neat. Boats. And so the board, like I said, it looks like an ocean with a bunch of islands and they're all squared out kind of grid. And so you uh, you move your ships throughout the oceans and you're capturing ports. And the idea of the game is that you're trying to get 10, what are they called? 10 plunder points. Plunder points. Uh, the way you get plunder points is basically by blowing up ships, uh, the other player ships. Uh, you can randomly get them through treasure cards, which we'll talk about in a second, or every island you capture is a plunder point your ships are worth a plunder point and uh additionally you can spend uh loot or resources that you get uh for plunder points to buy them and and basically you you just you keep all this and when it, whoever gets 10 first wins um there's also team play I should play on this which we did play teams we played 2v2 and then we also played all all pirates for themselves right <laughs> Uh, 1v1v1v1 (laughs) and um, so we played both ways um so i'm trying to be nice about this um the game presence looks really cool (laughs) like really nice board really nice components very cool
0: Mm
1: -hmm. however i think the gameplay lacks a little bit it's it's a it's a rolling move essentially where on your turn you roll a dice and that's how many spots you get to move
0: it's it's a Pirate themed risk, basically, <laughs> basically, oh,
1: basically. That's that's a good way to put it. Actually, it is a pirate themed risk almost, um, except
0: that all you can't claim all of the land on the board. No, no. <laughs> you I can guess only you c- claim some of them.
1: Oh, I guess you only get six flags, so you can only claim six islands. So even well, if you, not
0: even, you can't even take all the islands.
1: But even if you did, even yeah. if you could, yes, um, you still wouldn't win. So you have to still anyway. So. Some interesting things with this is there's this uh, rectangle uh, plastic doohickey that it's like three by three shape uh, grid and it's supposed to look like waves or something. It's the storm. And so every time you roll one on the die to move, you move the, the storm to a random place. Well, there's two spin dials that come with the game, one for the letters on one side of the board and one for the numbers on the other side. And then that randomly determines where the storm is. Well, the problem is when that storm goes down, if it lands on one of your ports, you don't get any resources from that port at the beginning of your turn. Also, if you're in it or out of it, you can't move in or out of the storm without spending two resources, which those resources are really uh, scarce, to say the least. Some of them
0: are, yeah.
1: Uh, A lot of times they're hard to get because on your turn, you draw cards equal to how many ports you have. Well, when you start the game with only one port and ports are kind of hard to get. Because you basically have to attack islands to get it, and some islands have uh they have skulls on them of different values, and that gives an advantage to that port. And so, how battle works in this game, which I already explained moving, battle is uh, a die roll one die to whoever's defending one die, and it's whoever gets a higher die. Uh, skulls add to the value. So, if you're attacking a two island and you roll a four and the island rolls a five, well the island just rolled a seven and you rolled a four or it could even roll four. And it was a six now. Um, so it's very difficult and it's very, very, very luck dependent because you're just rolling a stupid die to fight. And that's even how battles are resolved between ships as well. Now. Yeah. You can get the, the cannon that adds to your role, but cannons are super hard to build. Don't you need two metal and yeah. metal is the, the most scarce resources in this. Because yes. it may, it's made up of a deck of these resources, and they're all randomized throughout the deck. And I want to say there's only, like, 15 metal in that whole deck of, like, 150 cards. So it's very hard to get metal, and it's so luck-dependent. And good luck if you lose your ship, because you only have three life. So if you attack an island and lose... You lose a life, and that's the penalty. Well, if you lose your third life, your ship gets blown up. And then the only way to get a new ship, if you have no ships, is to roll a double on your turn. <laughs> I'm not joking.
0: I know. I was there.
1: <laughs> you do get resources, but then if you lose your island, then you're like, ah, it's it's so weird. It's so weird. And
0: the game lasts forever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. It's a bunch of take that.
0: And yeah. back and forth and It's like Risk, yeah.
1: It's back and forth, back and forth. Somebody gets close and everybody gangs up on them, then you're down to like five points.
0: Um, on, to-
1: on top of it, we got the treasure cards. So there's these X marks uh, yeah. of spots that also get randomly placed out by the spinners. And so then if you get your ship to that spot, then you draw from the treasure deck. There's, so there's a whole deck of cards of treasure. And they're just one-time random cards. Most of them are kind of good, But there's some really, really negative take that type of cards where it'd be like straight up, you lose a plunder point. It's like, what? You just randomly lose a plunder point or roll a die, lose that many resources. When I played, I think it was the first game we played. I rolled a die and got a five on my second turn. I lost all my resources. And it's it's just like okay, and then somebody else gets treasure, and they get like four resources, get to steal resources, get this resources, and now they have ten resources. And I'm like sitting here, I'm like, just because I got a random draw, um, it's so swingy and all over the place. The cards are so random, and they're uh, it's it's ridiculous. You can steal. There's cards that just allow you to steal plunder points from other characters or other enemies. It's so random and a little frustrating.
0: Well, in the first game we played, I was in the storm for. The first five turns.
1: Oh yeah. So yeah, the game so, started. I
0: like got nowhere.
1: The game started with the storm on you. And your yes, island. On S- me. Since it was on your island, you don't get any resource cards. Right. And on your turn, you're like, well, I mean, there's a good chance that somebody's gonna roll one, right? So you spent your three cards to upgrade to like a mast or something. Yeah. But then for five turns times four people, twenty turns essentially. It, we, nobody rolled a one. Yep. And you got to sit there and do, you did nothing. You couldn't do anything.
0: Um, right, because I couldn't get any resources because the storm was on my island. And you couldn't move out of and the I the, island, move.
1: Re, the storm because you didn't have any resources. Yes. It's. <laughs> That's this kind that of game. That was real fun. <laughs> that was this kind of game.
0: It was. The second time we played was when we played teams. So Brian and I was on, were on a team.
1: We won. I liked
0: that a little bit better.
1: Actually, I won the first game too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the second one definitely was more enjoyable
0: when you're like playing the together that that
1: was a little more enjoyable i would say i would i would only play teams if i was gonna play this game again if i was gonna play this game again um for i mean (laughs) the first time we played it though like andrew was at nine points and he went down to five points because of one really bad turn of getting a treasure card like he got his ship that was fully upgraded blown up somebody drew a card stole plunder point from it was ridiculous
0: i started i stopped going for the treasures
1: I mean, you have to at a certain point, but at the same time, then you have to get those islands, and it comes down just to random rolling, and then you die. And then to be able to get life is so random. It's one of each of the cards, and it's really hard to get those cards anyway. Mm -hmm. And you only get one life, which, yeah, 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 kind of messy. It was just, it felt with the components that you have a cool idea, a cool theme, Mm -hmm. but then you take outdated mechanics, like roll and move, and rolling dice just straight up for fights, like, okay, I'll take that with the deck of treasure cards, uh, just randomness with the resources. Um, I feel like there's a lot here that could have been so much better, so much better. I I think you could have done some really cool things with it. I don't know. You just tweak a few things with the rules and even how you get resources or or how the fights or movement go. I think this could have been a so much better game.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they should have just spent a little bit longer on the gameplay.
1: I, I think so too, but the weird thing is, it's a uh, it's a seven point four on Board Game Geek, which just blows my mind. Uh, it's so weird, and it says the playing time is forty to one hundred twenty minutes. Like
0: it took us like three hours. It
1: really did. The first game we played, because uh, I record all this, it took us two hours and one minute, and then the second game we played took us two hours. So yeah, it took us two oh. hours right on. But man, it just drug it off. It felt
0: like three hours. It
1: did. <laughs> It did feel like three or four hour game, which is unfortunate because. It, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was tricky. So yeah,
1: that was that. That's Plunder. <laughs> that was Plunder, A Pirate's Life. Kind of an expensive game too. I think on Amazon it's $49.99. Whoa. It has five stars from 640 ratings. I just don't.
0: I don't. It's got to be the components or like just the theme. I don't know. Um,
1: I don't know if this more appeals to mass market where if you played Risk your whole life, this is more just like Risk. Where, right. oh, this is how gameplay goes where people want to pull each other's hair out and punch each other in the face after playing it. <laughs> and that's the, just
0: normal gameplay. It's a gameplay. fun family night.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just normal family night game night. But that's not how family game night should be. Right. Um,
0: I knew. The moment we, were, we sat down and Andrew started playing in the... In, teaching the instructions i just sat there and i thought brian's gonna hate this game brian's gonna hate this game and you did
1: i did (laughs) (laughs) i just don't get why there's so many good reviews on amazon for this (laughs) the only good thing that had with it was was the components i mean it was really cool the box is really nice and it it comes with great storage for everything yeah great storage all the components are fabulous and even the cards were really nice double-sided
0: The theme is nice.
1: Yeah. I mean, but when it comes to the rules and the gameplay, that's just.
0: Well, Brian takes a 10 minute break to read all the reviews on Amazon. I just don't. Why are people saying?
1: I think some of these, I think a lot of these five stars are like fake.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's Amazon. There's fake reviews on there. Yeah. I think they're fake reviews, but why is there such high reviews
1: on Board Game Geek? They're probably fake too.
0: Some people really like Risk, so probably some people really like it. I just don't get it. <laughs>
1: like it. This person's like, I played the game five or six times now, and we like it more and more each play. Like, what? <laughs> I worried the game would be lack- lacking, but we found it quite good.
0: Fifth time's a charm, don't you know? Blech.
1: I mean, it's got to be. I click on these five-star ratings on their profile. They don't have any geek badges or anything like that. When I click on some of these... This is like the only game in their collection. <laughs> like, yeah. This person gave it a 10. This is not a 10, but it's their all o- it's literally their only game in their collection. Yeah. It sounds this has got to be a fake fake count, fake rating. Like how do I we got to report this cuz this game is not a 7.4 board game. I've got to put this as a 1.
0: <laughs> now Brian has a personal vendetta. <laughs> I do. I really do. I'm
1: ranking it as a one. Okay, got it. Ranked. Okay,
0: you can write your review later.
1: <laughs> um, if anybody's listening to this, uh, just go review bomb this down oh to one my I'm gosh. 4 Game Geek. It's not a seven point four. This game deserves not to be a seven point four. I'm sorry. It's a roll and move. Like, come on. <sighs> Good times. So that was Plunder's a Pirate's Life. <laughs> oh don't God. don't spend fifty dollars on it.
0: <laughs> oh, should we wrap this puppy up? <laughs>
1: We might we might we might have said it there.
0: <laughs> Sorry to end it on a sad note.
1: No, it was a great note. Let this me finish up. this
0: off while Brian <laughs> goes down the rabbit hole of bad reviews.
1: I'm on a rage review I'm- over here. <laughs>
0: rage review rampage
1: like i don't usually care that much but this game was like if it was like a five or something board game like okay that's about right but 7.4 come on it's fake reviews you click on these tens and they're fake profiles that kind of bothers me you know the designer just went in there or the publisher did and put fake reviews that's not cool that's that's not cool that's dishonest how do i like how do i report these
0: where are the geek police
1: I'm gonna send it to the admin saying this is a fake account. Guess I'm gonna have to write a bot to make fake accounts to review it the other. No, I'm joking. Oh, goodness. all right. Okay, okay. I'll be done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not to you anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna play this game again in my life. Okay. Don't play this either. <laughs> Unless you really want to punch people in the face or pull your hair out.
0: There was no punching or pulling of the hair. Well, I mean, punching.
1: Might as well just go get a root canal. It's more fun. That's not true. All right. Anything else we want to talk about? <laughs> I Before don't think so. All right. Cool. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. It was we- a
0: really good game retreat weekend.
1: I thought you were going to say that was a really good game. I was going to be like, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great game uh, retreat weekend. It was a lot of fun. It
0: was a lot of fun. I would highly recommend. Five stars.
1: Yeah. Get away. Um, no it was, kids. it was
0: really needed. No kids play a lot of games I get away that was our first time since the pandemic happened and it was extremely nice it was nice it, it was, was really nice nice little weekend yeah
1: alright thanks well, for
0: the birthday weekend
1: you're welcome happy birthday 40th I mean Shh,
0: I'm not 40 she's
1: not 40 I'm not 40 you just round up to 40 now shut it down <laughs> alright well thank you for listening we do appreciate it from the games we play I'm Brian and I'm Emily and keep on gaming join the conversation feel free to give us your feedback you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Games We Play Pod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.